Welcome to the show, everybody. How we doing? This is Lance. Joe's in the other room because he is on a phone call for, I believe it's what he calls a, using air quotes here, job. Uh, We were supposed to start, I don't know, how long ago? Like 25 minutes ago. That's how long he's been on the phone. So we're going to wait it out and we're going to see how long it takes him (laughs) to come in here now that he knows that I've just started recording without him. So we'll see how this ends up. What do you guys want to talk about? Let's uh, let's see what's been going on this week. I've had a lot of thoughts this week about things that have been going on. We're going to get into it a little bit, I think, unless Joe has other plans. <laughs> oh, no, we our time together might be getting cut short. It, it, he did one of those like all right things. He might be wrapping it up. Maybe he wrapped it up. I don't. Oh, I see a shadow. Oh! Good grief, Charlie Brown. Oh, it was more than 20 minutes. I think that was the most... All right, we've been rolling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the most I've talked to my manager in like one setting. Oh my gosh. Like, But now I know what I'm working next week, so that's good. We need to have that conversation. I believe <laughs> that you need to retroactively clock in well, that yeah, it's, just, it's before five, so it's within regular business hours. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, hi, everyone. Hello. God, dang. <laughs> 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 I was like, here we go. Uh, well, welcome to the podcast, Joe. Yeah, nice to have you. Yeah. This is nice. It's nice down here. Like what you did. You like it? It's yeah, good. it's all new. Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> Never god! Never been here before. Run, uh, do a test for me. Test, test, test. Check. There we go. Good, good, good. So rate that phone call on a one to ten. Uh it's, it's probably about a six. Okay, that's bad. on the excruciation. Right. Uh, level. It's like, well, okay. Day Monday, we're gonna do this, and <laughs> Tuesday, we're gonna work into okay, and okay, and then we're gonna find a shift over here, and then mm. like it, it's stuff at work is getting a little bit. My favorite part of the conversation is when I walked in the room and asked if I have to choke a bitch. I heard that, and yeah. then you had to say on the phone. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Yeah, I'm just like, because <laughs> he was talking exactly, and I didn't know what frequency to like. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh. And then you're like, um, <clears throat> you're on my time now. <laughs> I like, he did say that. <laughs> like, shit. You're at your other job God now. damn it. Radio. In which, in which you don't get paid that much I know. Money. Online radio pays the bills. I yep. know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the opposite of important. Over here we have Joe on this chair, the one that I'm in. Yeah. We have Lance. That's right. And uh, we are, we're here. We are. How does it feel to be done with work? Um, I know I have some tomorrow, so it's kind of like... Oh, that's right. It's kind of calm before the storm kind of thing. It's the overnight. Yeah. Well, no, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'll be at home, but uh, the overnight's not until Sunday. Oh, okay. So, so what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Monster Trucks. Mmm. We're going to take some people that we serve into Monster Can you take trucks. me? Can you serve Why me? Not? Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> just just um, serve me. Yeah, so that's going to be a bigger day tomorrow. Yeah. And then... Uh, Sunday will be my dad's. Well, tomorrow's my dad's birthday, but we're not celebrating it until Sunday. Mm. 
So then we'll hang out Sunday, and then that night is just going to be kind of all right. Let's pack my stuff. Let's get to Ames. Let's go. Just you got like, just like the the parental units, you and your brother and his family. Yep, yep. Just kind of immediate, you know. Dig. And then uh, yeah, so it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun. We did. It was your dad's birthday that we did the drive by. Yeah, I think that was the first last year drive by in our. It was, family. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's right, because we met down by the park. That's right, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And like, and yeah, and now that's not really so much a thing anymore. But that's okay because things are more open. Yeah, you know. But that was fun for a while. It was just beep 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 beep. Like, what the fuck's going? Beep beep beep. It was fun for that one. Yeah, and it was kind of fun for the next one. Like yours was okay. It just. It got really old. Yeah, I mean, everyone know. had everyone had one, and then you knew that everybody was going to be trying to stay away from each other. And yeah. I get like, I'm not <laughs> saying you shouldn't do that, but it just became like a whole thing, you know. Once you would get out of your cars, and you you kind would of. want to get close to people, you would want to talk closer to your friends, but everybody's super nervous about yeah, stuff. And get away, yeah, back. exactly. Okay, yeah. So it's nice that we are kind of getting removed from those times. Yeah. We're not out of it. We're not. I'll tell you that much. But, you know, as the cancer patient around a bunch of people in your yard, you're like, hey, hi, hi, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay back. Uh, yeah. You had like a cross right. <laughs> holding it up in front of you. <laughs> Why is it in flames? Like, don't worry about mm. it. It's been 95 degrees today. That's <laughs> true. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Numbers aren't great no. right now as far as the COVID. Yeah. Um. I feel like I've been reading more stories about the uptick in numbers and cases. And I think it has to do with the the variant yeah. strands that are out there. Yeah. And it's still supposed to protect against them. You know, it's mm-hmm. just a weird thing. They said like these variants. Yeah. I wonder how how much a particular. Well, first of all, Johnson and Johnson out the door. Uh, way to go. Whoopsie. <laughs> Good job. Someone. <laughs> but, told, yeah. But here's the thing. It was like one in every million. Yeah. That had that. And I don't know. Is that okay? Like, what are the what are the numbers that that make it okay as far uh, as like a bad side effect? Yeah, I don't know. Until I guess enough people complain that they're like, one in a no. million. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, so they so they yanked it. Yeah. So these vaccines, I don't know. It's supposed to protect against the other variants, and mm-hmm. but it's supposed to like. You're supposed to transmit it. Well, supposed to. I guess that's not really a great word. Like, yeah. If you were to transmit it, you would transmit it easily, easier than like the regular COVID nineteen that we know. Oh, right. But the uh, side effects of this variant, like, is like super mild, and your and your uh, vaccination is supposed to fight against it. So, hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's what I've heard from these new variants. Okay, is that it transmits quicker, but should you get it? It's pretty mild. Yeah. Like, okay, that's good. Good. I believe I'm kind of in that weird window where since I actually got it, I'm protected for a bit, Mm -hmm. which is something, I suppose. But I do have a shot lined up on Tuesday. Uh Aha. I think it is. Very nice. Very nice. There's a lot of mixed information about when you should get your shot after having contracted COVID. Yeah. And there was like, I didn't even find like even going to the CDC website. website, Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find the the exact number, but I basically boiled it down to if 
it's been a few weeks since you've had your symptoms presenting themselves. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Like, then go ahead and get it. Go get it. But you are probably protected for even a little while longer after that. Now, my question is, and I mean, I could experience no side effects from the vaccine anyway, just because of my my genetics. Yeah. But is it possible that I would have none because I've already had the actual thing? I don't know. And it, and it hit me then. Yeah. So now that I have kind of that immunity already, if they're giving me more immunity, am I going to be a superhero? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Can I go up and just ask people to spit in my mouth? Like, come on. And let's do it. <laughs> just bring it. Yeah. Come on. This is the next episode. This, this line here is for everybody that's that's had COVID in the last five days. There you go. <laughs> I need and, you to. Yeah. So we're going to record so it and we're going to make another season of Fear Factor. It's going to be great. Fear Let's, Factor COVID. We'll get Rogan back. Yeah. You must um, high five your partner. Oh, no, I don't want to touch hands with him. You know? <laughs> uh, look what I have. Yeah. Oh, we look, have Jay and Silent buddy. Bob. Yeah. Cider. Yep. What's the name of it? So I tried to get it as cold as possible. Yeah. Uh, Fishback and Stevenson That's present right. Jay and Silent Bob's Cherry Kush, Ooh. which is cherry rhubarb hard <sighs> apple cider. Yes. You ready for this, my friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's these uh, $12, $12 cups. <laughs> I told a coworker about this uh, fun experience and told her about the uh, like cost of these cups. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, Here, my God. Can... She's like, oh, yeah. yes. When the mountains are as cold as the Rockies, they turn blue. Anyway. Um <laughs> That's not what we're drinking. But uh, yeah, I told her about the cost of these cups at 12 bucks. And she's like, oh, my God, it's like you're at the ballpark. I'm like, yeah, kind of like, yeah. All right. Here you are. All right. Here we go. Oh, man. Ready to ready to cheers it. That aroma. It's not going to clink because they're cheap glasses. Clunk. Oh, there it is. Here we go. Ooh, that's crisp. That's not bad. It's like Kool-Aid. I'm not a big rhubarb person. It's tart. It's it tart. is tart. Mm. Oh, that's crisp and tart. I think I like it. I might just spill it on my pants. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 you know, that that couch was not easy to clean. No. Just so you know. But uh, it was like rough because it's got like this soft velvety yeah. feel to it. I think I got it back for the most part. Yeah, it feels Feel that good. cushion and then feel the one that you're on. Oh, is it better? Right. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. Yeah. Now just keep rubbing it the hey, whole episode. All right. You guys can't see this, but you know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what's up. Just rubbing it. And you yeah. ever watch old interviews with Harrison Ford? Oh, does he do He that? does that. Oh. He sits on his chair. We need cameras again. We'll yeah. get there. Maybe. We'll see how I feel. <laughs> but he always does this. Oh, just weird. like both palms down it's like on the arms. And he's just like kind of going back and forth. I, it's It might be a nervous tick. I don't know. Huh. But I don't really see him getting nervous right he just he's very like, much uh hey. i don't give a fuck kind of guy yeah but i don't know this it's just kind of his thing uh, so now it's my thing i went to pluto tv mm-hmm. last night and there's a johnny carson channel and oh nice flipped on johnny carson and it was like old interviews old anyway it was johnny carson and eddie murphy oh like buddy. he's wearing a leather jacket mm-hmm. and it was like oh my god so it was just fun to watch for a few minutes and just like what the hell, man? <laughs> like, That's awesome. So that was a fun thing last night, but yeah. I enjoy all those old interviews mm-hmm. and all the old talk shows, but I want 
I want them available to me in holes. So is that what they're showing for Carson? Are they showing the whole episode or are they they just showing clips? I only well, like why the fuck can't why can't I find old episodes of David Letterman somewhere to just watch the episode? Yeah, you'd have to be like maybe they would need to take out movie clips that they're advertising or whatever. You'd have to record that yourself on your VHS you know, your VCR or, you know what? I didn't think about it. I know back in the day and now it's too fucking late. I know, but we're in a different, uh, we're in a different age where, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you sure as shit saw that, you know, P TV paid advertising where it was like, you know, buy all these, this, buy this VHS set of Johnny Carson from 1990, whatever. I don't know when he was on. Yeah. And, you don't see that for Leno. You don't see that for Letterman. Like, buy mm-hmm. this TV box set of all the fun things. Well, <laughs> I'm going to fucking find it, bro. Do it. Do it. Here we are. I'm going on to eBay right now. Mm. And I'm going to, maybe later, just but leave me alone. Conan. Ask me all this shit. Conan, yes. He did a thing where he made his, all of his entire catalog, like, but, you know. Did he? Like, can you go and watch a full episode? Or in, is in it? Theory. Okay. Yeah. I, I well, I thought that they were just releasing clips that they've remastered. You got to dig for it. But yeah, they're releasing it. But you got to go to a there's a place that you can go and actually like sometimes you want to go yeah. where you can watch a full episode. Whoa. Now, one uh, now one late night gig I'm enjoying is every morning I'll get on YouTube and it's uh, James Corden. I've been loving the shit out of that one. Okay. <laughs> because his, you know, like the Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon will show up and he kind of tries to keep it like the old Tonight Show mm-hmm. that we knew before everything shut down. So he'll kind of do a monologue. Well, James Corden just makes fun of like it's the band to the left, five people, and then it's all the crew. And like yeah. it's the boomstick guy, it's like the producer. And he's just riffing on everyone. And he's like, isn't that right, Karen? Or, mm-hmm. And then they just like, I don't know. I just, I've been loving it because he just, it's like a 20 minute clip, you know, every single morning. And they make fun of stuff. Okay, here's something in the news. And then he reads something and then they just kind of make fun of it. And then like the producer jumps in and it's just so much fun. to watch. Nice. Yeah. So it's not, it, I think they kind of broke the mold a little bit on, on format. But it's su- it's super funny. All right, I found what do we got? I found one listing. It's a lot of seven blank recorded VHS tapes, cartoon shows, commercials, and Simpsons. Ah. I don't know why it pulled up under. Oh, there's like King of the Hill, uh, X Files. Oh, funny. And they put like the names of the episodes. Millennium. Remember that bullshit okay. show? Oh. They they were showing that after uh, after the X Files. Okay. Back in the day, Drew Carey, yes. Ellen. Another Millennium episode. Why Why did this show up underneath Letterman? This is bullshit. Apparently, Letterman has a bunch of old, like, VHS tapes that, yeah, they're just like late night specials. Hmm. 1990, 8th anniversary. It has uh, Regis Philbin, uh, Maria Shriver, Connie Chung, Tom Hanks, uh, Terry Garr. Who the fuck is Terry Garr? Right. Bruce Willis. Did he make it? <laughs> That's, yeah, that's kind of funny. Bruce Willis with hair. Yeah. I mean, he had it for a while. What was the first one? He still had it in Whole Nine Yards, didn't he? Yeah. Or was he bald in that? 
I think he was getting to that point. I think it was during those two movies that maybe by the time he went to the 10 yards, the whole yeah. 10 yards, that it was gone. Yeah. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. That's funny. And it's weird to see Travolta like totally, you know. Yeah. I'm like, okay. We're so used to his hair like he, being iconic. He fought it for he a did. long time. Wigs and wigs and What wigs. I want to know is what Nicolas Cage is doing. Yeah. Like, did he get hair implants or what did he do? I never, because, thought he, I never thought he looked like he was thinning or anything. Oh, he was definitely thinning. Yeah, okay. for sure. He probably got, I mean, like, the most recent thing I've seen him in is Netflix with the swear words. It was good. And I enjoyed that. I felt his hair was thick. and I think it's cool that it he can dark. make fun of himself. Yeah. And have fun with the character that is his celebrity persona. Yeah, I want him back in movie theaters. Like, he's always been doing... I don't know when the last time he was actually in a movie theater. <gasps> we never watched that movie. The one with uh, him yes. at the amusement park. That's right. That's right. We have to do that. So, yeah, he's done voice work. So he's done voice work on the crudes. So that's but he hasn't been like in like a movie movie. I know nothing about the crudes. Uh, it's an animated. Movie, no, I mean, but I know yeah. that. But. So, yeah, but it's like I can't remember the last movie he was actually like the star of. Right. In a theater, because now like it's been like, I don't know how six, seven years that he's just been making these indie films, indie films that yeah. don't release in in theaters, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like just make, you know. National Treasure Three, just like you know. <laughs> no, well, they're they're doing a thing. They're right? doing like a TV series. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, it's like, why would you? I mean, okay. well, I mean, have fucking Prime get a hold of it or Netflix, and yeah. then make it a series with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I mean, they've got the money. Why not? Why would you not do that? Come on, a little, give him a little bit more than what you would have given him for a part three. Yeah, do it. Come on. Everybody would love that. They were just good movies. They were, yeah. It was fun for the entire family. Yeah. Two thumbs up. But like, what would three bring us, you know? Where could you go with three? Like Lincoln assassination? It's got to have something to do with aliens. I'm sorry. Probably. And then like Indiana Jones comes out and just like, (laughs) oh, hey, how are you doing? Okay. (laughs) I'm excited for the new indie film. They're moving forward. Okay, I haven't they've been heard announcing much some of the it. people that are going to be involved with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the lady that's in Fleabag, she's yes. she's in the cast. I forget her name because mm-hmm. I'm a terrible person. Yeah, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, so that's happening, and I'm excited, and I feel like they'll get it right this time. Okay, last time they didn't get it as right right but that's just me maybe they'll maybe it'll be like ghostbusters and like granted i like ghostbusters right um everybody does but oh, for did, some reason did you see the for the, some reason everyone hates the girl one but i'm like i love that one it's great you can separate it they, and but, if you can't separate it you're a piece of shit and they all showed up they all showed up dan Aykroyd showed up bill murray showed mm-hmm. like so obviously they're behind this film that everyone seems to hate anyway, right so oh yeah and you know. i i mean they could have easily said no well not Aykroyd because ghostbusters is his baby Thing. yeah yeah so i'm yeah. sure that he was in, involved in a probably an ep position something. or something yeah right so i guess i yeah. never paid attention to that how involved yeah. he was with that all of them were in it i mean like even egon was a bust you know, you know, give me. But the next one's coming out soon. Give me five years and I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'm not in a hurry to watch it again. But it also it holds no value to me. Yeah, because like I you. didn't grow up with it. Yeah, but if it was a movie that I had my kids watch a lot, 
then they would it's good enough that they would grow up and remember it and want to look back on it. Yeah, yeah. Except for the problem that we have way too much content that which we yeah. talked about before. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know that yeah, I don't know that they're gonna have the same kind of fond memories for movies yeah. and stuff that but we we'll do. see i mean the next one's coming out soon you know so again did you watch the the trailer the teaser I, trailer that they put sh- out there i've been trying very hard not like i've seen a song oh, this is one of them that you want to i want to avoid because i know it's going to be a good movie what was the one um, that i kind of gave you shit about that you didn't want to see anything a bond i think it was one of the was bond it a bond one something like that and okay. actually like, i just don't want to ah, you know <laughs> you were you were being weird i was i'm just <laughs> I, or you were, you were like you were like gonna run out of the room like, no nope. i'm like i'm gonna something. protect myself every way i can <laughs> if it's something i know that like i know like i don't want to go to a movie and see half of it and be like oh yeah well nope i saw this one in the trailer well i think that it does separate the good ones from the not so good ones as far as directors are concerned when you have seen trailers yeah and then you go to a movie and you realize that they didn't put all the best shit yeah and that's okay it, but which like, is kind of nice it gets kind of tough because you know let's say it's a trailer for a bond movie or something like that all of yeah. a sudden you see you see airplanes and then you see someone jumping from a plane you see yeah this place obviously it's set here because of this background and then you start mm-hmm. watching the movie and then you're like you know like well i know i haven't seen this plane yet you know yeah and, and well obviously this is going to come up so then it kind of takes the you know the I don't know how you call it. Uh, I, oh, Mission Impossible is one of them. Where I'm like, I just don't want to see. It. Oh, right, um, yeah. But yeah, it just kind of takes the plot out of it because you know, if you're if you're suspense, if you're sitting there and you're just like, man, what's going to happen next? Well, yeah, I guess I haven't seen that explosion yet. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of takes. Yeah, Abrams was good about it with the Star Wars movies. Yeah, He's good at teasing it. shit. Just and Star Wars did a really good job, but I think that was just so because it was so big. It yeah. was just all this, like episode seven. You well, know, brand and new. it was fully intentional to not give shit away. Yeah. Because every that's what everybody wants to know is, yeah, yeah who is this person related to? What's going to happen yeah. with this character? So here you have a stormtrooper, and then he comes into frame, takes off. And, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What? He has his helmets off. I mean, who's who's this guy? Yeah. And then just, poof, coming soon. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. It's like, great. Dude, I... I have nothing but fond memories of watching that the trailer for episode yeah. nine like, wow. at that convention yeah at star wars uh celebration yeah so i don't know 19 yeah that was nice. con- con- you think conventions are coming back i think they will i mean like um i think people are starving for physical touch yeah. and like we're getting to that point where people are getting more vaccinated and things are opening up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it might be a little bit more of a hybrid, but we might wait maybe another year before it's like panels and people in the room. Right. And you know what? We might very well just stick with Zoom where it just Zoom might just be a thing that's just always there. Yeah. But we might get to that point where I think it will be, you know, and there were there were definitely some benefits to it. I mean, I can't go a week without somebody asking me about how we got to talk to Bob Saget. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's an opportunity that wouldn't have existed. Yeah. I have something coming in the mail relatively soon that wouldn't have happened without this past year being the way that it was. Yeah. There's a company called I think they go by the name GalaxyCon and yeah. and so they do these 
meet and greets and autographs and whatever. And they've had big names on there. Yeah. But there was one that showed up. I think I had to submit it by like the middle of March or some, maybe the beginning of March. But anyway, um, found out that Sarah Michelle Geller was going to be signing Ooh, some stuff. Ooh, buddy. And she is rarely at a convention or yeah. anything like that. And one of the options was the, I think it's like a 20 by 30 Ooh. of the original Buffy season one poster. And I, what was it? I think it was like 200 bucks go, for okay. something that size. Uh, sold. <laughs> so yeah. I sent, I sent my money and, and they're, they're sending me updates. Like the, the item is, is now being sent to her and they're like, we'll send you another notification once it's done there. And we send it to you. And Oh boy. Yeah. Like, okay, so I'm just kind of, kind of waiting for it. It's the only thing I've done through them. Yeah. Because a lot of the other stuff that they've had, like their meet and greet stuff, is crazy expensive. It is. For like two or three minutes. Yeah. Like, like, like uh, by the time you get over any sort of nerves that you have in meeting this person that you admire so much, you're going to have 60 seconds left. Mm-hmm. I did see, you know, if you can YouTube that because they record it and people will put it on YouTube. And yeah, I saw a woman that had a virtual meet and greet with... uh Mm. it uh tim curry tim curry thank you um and of course everyone knows he's had a stroke in the past and yeah it was like four minutes seems like a long time but it's not and so you had like four minutes and you see a countdown on her screen or whatever That's beep, so beep. weird so it's a split screen and then of course you know he doesn't respond that quickly because of his physical he, he just, just can't. can't yeah so she asked like this neat question and oh the, oh well we decided at that time blah 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 you know and he answered it and then she asked like another question and he had to respond I don't understand what you're saying, you know, just asking. Mm-hmm. And so then that cuts more time. And then she asked like one more question and then uh, he kind of got into it. And then, well, I guess uh, I'm running out of time, but it was good to meet you. Like, great. And so it was just kind of like I felt nervous for her yeah. watching it. But I mean, it was that, a cool experience. The anxiety would yeah. just be killer. And because that's all you're going to think about the whole time is yeah. how long do I have to talk? Like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. If, if Especially if you're watching it countdown. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. Yeah. So I don't know. I think conventions are coming back. It's going to be a while and it's yeah. probably going to be a hybrid kind of thing. So when we get to that point where like thousands of people feel comfortable being packed in, <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking of like a hybrid convention. Yeah. That you actually go to the convention, but you wait in line and the celebrities there, but they're behind a curtain like, and uh, you talk to them like through a screen. Like, <laughs> like prison or something. <laughs> exactly. Hey. <laughs> There you go. That's so fucking weird. I'm Ed Norton. How you doing? <laughs> I would. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they do some crazy Maybe, shit like I that. But I mean, be- I think there might be some hybrid function, even though we might get right back to where we were. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just you know. I mean, we got through 1918, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I went to a therapy session today, and that was the first thing I started with. Was like, oh, you think we're gonna get back to where? I'm like, yeah. I mean, 1918. We you know we got through it in 1918. Mm-hmm. And we had less science and we had less technology. And he's like, that's funny you say that because I actually was studying 1918's uh, virus recently. And it was a little bit different. You're like, what kind of doctor yeah. are you? But he was really, it was really cool. He's like, there's a lot of parallels. Like, yeah. There was a lot of people losing jobs because they, you know, they shut down their businesses to try and avoid it. And he said the only thing that was different for 1918 was that the virus affected younger people. 
that were like mm. younger than 18. It didn't really affect adults yeah. so much. So that was the only difference. But I told him like, I, you can look up online. It's really fun. Is uh, 1918, like I saw an entire football team with like the leather heads mm-hmm. all wearing a mask, like what we're wearing. And then it showed like a crowd shot and it showed like the women and all that, like the, the dresses, the big dresses, and they were all wearing a mask. It's hmm. just like, this is bizarre that a hundred years later, we're dealing with the same thing. Like, oh my God. You yeah. Know? So I don't know. But, you know, if we got through it in 1918, give it a few more years, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. I remember you telling me about seeing some of those images online. Yeah. However, I believe you buried the lead. You went to therapy today. I did. Tell us about it. Uh, well, I kind of needed some therapy just because of like, it's been a year since I've had cancer, like mm-hmm. diagnosed with it, you know, so I went uh, to my latest uh, cancer uh, appointment and, uh, you know, my dad's actually a therapist. He can do therapy. He just doesn't, you know, um, but he majored in psychology and sociology. Oh, wow. And he got his master's in, in that. That explains some things. Yeah. So, about how he's able to help people navigate conversations yeah. and, you know, he's a very good leader yeah. in that respect, mm-hmm. for sure. So he's like, well, you know, I can't I can't really give you therapy because I'm dad. You know, I'm like, I get it. But, you know, he's helped me through stuff. You're not my real dad. <laughs> oh. And so <laughs> so he basically <laughs> was like, let's ask for a recommendation and see what they got. Yeah. And this guy. Uh, yeah. They had him kind of like, oh, well, you can talk to him after you're done, you know, or like get set up right after you're right before you're out of here I'm like, oh okay and so it's you know my dad was just like well i think you just need to take that weight i understand you have a lot of friends you got a lot of family you got a lot mm-hmm. of support just take that weight and just you need to get it off of you i'm like oh okay so mm-hmm. so that's what i did today and it was really cool just to talk to this guy and and uh yeah it was, it was just kind of neat did it feel like a conversation that actually lifted some weight or did did bit. it just feel like like for me I feel like I would just end up having a conversation and it would it be was a little bit stories of that I've told yeah. many times to because I'm a fairly open book. As I get older, I get a little bit more open. Now, when we talk about this is something that I thought of the other day, we were watching a, an episode of House where um, I'll try to keep this story short that he was describing a situation of his upbringing and what it was like for him and his father and whatnot. Now, I sit there and I think about that. And I think about how my upbringing was. And I'm aware of it. My wife is aware of it. Friends are aware. Fam- you know, some family's aware. But do I ever tell my kids? Right. Because a- do I want to have that image of this person be kind of shattered? Right. You know, I think because because he is a different person. Right. Right. Now, I think you you wait until they're older because the same thing happened with my grandpa was uh, I was, you know, he was 66 when he passed and I was 10 years old. Wow. So here he is like 50 ish when I'm born. Mm -hmm. I only got to know him 10 years. And as a 10 year old, like. Cut that in half because you don't know what you're doing when you're three. Oh, for sure. You know it's grandpa, but you don't really know it's grandpa. You know. Yeah. So you know, growing up in in my teen years, um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just like uh, that's when I heard a lot more stories of this is what it used to be like, Mm -hmm. and then I heard and and as a child, you're oblivious to most things. Yeah, but it's a learning moment. I didn't even have a grandpa. Yeah. Until my mom met. Kent yeah. and then his dad was around but then he died 
in, I, I think it was right after I graduated high school. So I think it was 2000. Yeah. And I thought he was great. Yeah. <laughs> and and well, then, just, yeah, you yeah. know, I end up finding out all of these stories and everybody would say like how lazy he was and and he he wouldn't do this, this or this. But it, when it came to golfing, he would go out and do that. And huh, and yeah, yeah. yeah, I was I was hearing all sorts of opinions from different yeah. people in, in the family. So I think the hard part is, I mean, that's your that's your kids' perspective is his grandpa. Right. You know. Right. But the hard part is he's still around. So for me, he died when I was ten. Mm-hmm. And then that's when all the stories just kind of started coming out. And how does that affect you? It well, it's a learning moment. It's just kind of like, oh, I see how my aunts and uncles, my dad wound up the way they are. Yeah. And not in a positive or negative way. But does way, it but change like, your oh. opinion of him? Um I mean, I think it'd be different if he was alive. Yeah. But he's dead. And so I just had to take it for what it's worth, you know? And and my aunt even said, like, well, by the time, like, I told her, I don't think I ever felt like I got to really know him because I was mm-hmm. 10, you know? And then she said, well, by the time you and your brother were born, and, and uh, uh, he was at his best when he was like 50, 60. Like, he was sick I get that. all the yeah. time. I mean, he slowed down, he mellowed out. Didn't have five kids. The, the mellowing you know? helps a lot. I mean, he was an alcoholic. I'm not sure up till when, but I never saw it when I was a younger kid. Is your grandfather my stepdad? Hmm. I mean, a lot of people have the same similarity, <laughs> but I think that's a different, like, again, you don't want to shatter that, but, yeah. you know, at some point, be like, well, you might not know this, but this is how yeah. this is how it really was. Yeah. Now, don't take this personally. Don't, you know, just like he's he's got, he's turned it around. You know, he's a different person now, mm-hmm. that type of, type of thing. But, yeah, it was, I told this therapist or, you know, psychologist, just like my background, my parents' background and every little detail. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of nice. He's like, sounds like you got quite the support system. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, I do. It's <laughs> like, okay. And the reason the reason that I was bringing that up, there, there was a point to that, is in telling somebody about this. Did I, did I ever tell you that I went and saw somebody? Uh, like a therapist? No. So I, it, it was, I felt like I was going crazy. And I know that it was stress and depression related. But I've never gotten to the point where I felt like I needed to have medication. Mm. But I was, I was getting there. I was, I was getting to the point where everything was hitting me real hard. And it wasn't going well for me and well it it was before um before march 2020 oh sure sure because i i mean if you remember i had a lot of shit going on and and what would happen is that there would be stuff that would be rather uh innocuous or kind of pointless around the house but i would think that i was doing something wrong Mm -hmm. and i was trying to make things better, but then in trying to make things better, it wasn't getting better. It was doing the opposite. You're internalizing, but but, it, but yeah, it was all it was all in my head, and so I finally said, "Fuck it, I'll go and talk to somebody." And I'm not a big supporter of therapy in general. Not that it doesn't work for some people, yeah, like yeah. it does, but I feel like I kind of get like what it, yeah. I need in my personal yeah. life as long as I make an attempt. But at this point, I I was willing to look elsewhere. So I go and see this dude, 
and he's in Ames and I probably shouldn't say <laughs> anything else, but I go in there and he starts asking me, you know, basically like, Hey, what's up? Why are you here? And so I tell him all this stuff and I say that I feel like I need to start taking something, even if it's like a low dose or whatever, just to see if it will help me with all of these things that I'm feeling and this pressure that I'm feeling because I don't like who I am in my head right now. Yeah, And it sucks. So I talk to him for an hour. You know, it's an hour thing. Yeah. And nothing. Like, like nothing, like he, he asked me a bunch of questions and basically just said, well, um, it was, it was a similar situation where he said that he felt like I was staying on top of things for the most part. And he knew that I had a good support system and I made it so clear that the reason that I was there was to get some sort of medication. Now, I am well aware that we live in a country where people do try to take advantage of the system right. and get medication. But him being a doctor, <laughs> I figured that he would be in contact with my actual physician and okay. and see that I've never really taken anything before and I've never tried to take advantage of the system or anything. And... The thing that he left me with at the end was, well, it sounds like you're doing what you can. Let's just try to work on those negative feelings. Mm, okay. And I'm like, no shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, no kidding. No, like, that's weird. what I've been doing this whole fucking time. Like, like that's, that's everything that I just told you is me working on those these feelings. negative feelings. Yeah. But that's what he said to me. He said, well, I'd like to have you come back here, but let's just work on those negative feelings. Like, okay. And I get it. You probably don't want to just. But what the fuck does that even mean? I know. Just what does talking, it mean, Joe? Talking through it and feeling like what feelings are valid. There was no like, there was no mm-hmm. instruction. Now, after right. the fact, I've talked to some mutual friends of ours that have been in therapy or gone to see people or whatever. And they're like, oh, you shouldn't have gone to that place. You shouldn't. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. Next go around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that it was it was my bad that I picked uh-huh. the wrong place. And I based it off of like reviews that were online and, yeah. and everything. And you know, online reviews, all the shittiest ones are gonna be out there yeah. because they're the ones that want to take the time to write a review. Yeah, and be like, don't go here, whatever. But it was yeah, I cannot stress how much of a waste of time it was. And then I got oh, the yeah. bill in the mail and I told Becky, I'm like, I don't want to pay that shit. So, that was the that was the biggest waste of my time. <laughs> and she was like, You have to pay it. So I I'm did. Like, fine. Yeah. I mean, you gotta find the right <laughs> blend and the right personality for you too. But uh yeah, this was nice. I mean, like, I think what what really stemmed from it was that everything it's been a year. It's been a year since my first chemo. Right. It's been a year since I've been diagnosed. And then all those memories just start coming back. And then he's just like, you're doing better than you think. I'm like, oh, okay. You do, know, you, just, do you put more stock in an anniversary of something? I don't know why, but like that's kind of how I associate time. And that's why I have such a good memory is mm-hmm. that I just associate stuff with everything. We're like, oh, you're going to day. We were going to, you know, and that's part of Facebook too, is that it's memories too, where you're like, oh, well, three years ago I was doing that. Well, then two that's years ago. That's one of the like, issues <laughs> with Facebook that makes it so you want to keep looking at it. They keep doing that shit. Yeah. 
So that's, I, th- I don't know, it's just a part of me is like, it's associated with time and moments and stuff like that. Where yeah. I just think of like, oh, today, just weird stuff, you know, where it's like, oh, yeah, now it's my dad's birthday. And this is what we did last year. This is what we did two years ago. This is what we did three years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that mm-hmm. gift. And it's just like this weird time warp that just kind of sucks me down. Like, oh, now it's Scandinavian days. Oh, I remember last year was canceled. Then two years ago we did this. And it's just like, I, I don't know. I just have like this weird memory drag that, did you feel like if i feel like i'm your therapist now I, right. did you feel it's a form of podcasting paper. And, yeah. i know right <laughs> but did you feel like was it actually helping to talk about it some more or it was did. it just another means of talking about it to another person i think it was helpful that it was someone that i didn't know you know, and I was updating them on my cancer journey. And, you know, he he's worked with people with cancer. And so he knows he knows <sighs> it all. So I'm, it was nice. Can I say an unpopular opinion? You always do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my that's my main issue with it is that I don't know this person. Some, you know, and, and they, sometimes it doesn't work. For they people. have nothing. They have no stock in me. Yeah. And that's okay in some yeah. circumstances. And other people find it easier because they don't want to go to a family member. They don't want to go to a friend. And so, well, I sure as shit don't want to go to a family member. Right. Come so, on. in their mind, going to a complete stranger that's not going to judge you for any anything and just take notes and just like, okay. But yeah, are they okay. paid to not judge you? Like, well, are they probably. actually judging you, but they're not? Like probably. I mean, like you put on the face when you get a page. Well, that's the thing. You but, and I, you and I both, when we show up, and I, I'm guilty of the same thing. I know that I did it. In a certain respect, when I show up, I'm putting on a show. Yeah. And and there's no circumstance in which you're going to find me in life unless I'm having the shittiest of the shittiest days that I'm not going to try to make somebody laugh. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's just a go. default. Yeah. And so luckily, then then yeah. I'm feel I feel like I'm working on a type five or yeah. something. Well, luckily, this guy was pretty cool because like I've been to a few therapists where it's just like super serious yeah just just please okay tell me tell me some more okay dive into that that's what i had and like okay and this guy he actually you know i i told him some of my hobbies and the podcast and stuff nice and uh and then he was like wait um i want to hear about that we won't talk about that right now i want to hear more later but i was actually a a professional actor in this part in omaha and i'm like oh really Mm. it's like yeah i'd love to hear who who you've met and and, you know so that was kind of a side thing but he's like i'm like oh i felt like this guy got me a little bit more nice i'm just like okay and it was just a conversation you know and then yeah i got emotional from time to time i i agree you gotta find the right person that i got a bad person. Yeah. I got a I got a lemon of a fucking therapist. <laughs> they might be good, but maybe not good for you, you know? It's all about finding that blend and finding that personality that like, oh, okay, this guy gets me or this guy eh, not some It's like dating. Yeah. You know, you got to find the right I mean, well this I, this guy sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. And as long as he's I don't what do you, what do you say? Enjoyable to talk to? Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, you don't want to dread going to therapy, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you really but it's kind of like <laughs> I imagine lots of people do. I Yeah. But, you know, I'm the type of person that like, you know, I'll do therapy every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think I'm the person that needs it every, you know, twice a week for the next three years, you know, right. That yeah. kind of thing. But it's like I've done therapy here and there and just kind of need it to kind of get in the right headspace and be like, OK. Are we going to do another th- session? And, you know, I'm like, I, I don't think I need one. I think I just need it to kind of just. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't sleep. know. Like, that's that's awesome 
for you. I just I don't know if I'm willing to give it another shot. You're skeptical, I know. Well, I and like, I <laughs> but I'm also in a much better place right, yeah, yeah, than yeah. I used to be. Yeah. Like March 2020 when I heard everything shutting down and we're all staying home, it was fucking great. Yeah, it's like okay. It was the 2020 was probably one of the best years of my life. In a yeah, because a, we got so much time together as yeah. a family. And yeah, I there was there was talk here about us potentially keeping the kids at home. Yeah. For for school, you know, while things were still questionable, not forever, yeah. but, you know, at least for like this year or whatever. But now we're only seven weeks or so away from summer vacay. Yeah. So, like, but no. yeah, that, that's that's awesome. It sounds like you had a good, good experience. Yeah, it was so. Yeah, I got my next one in like a couple weeks. And so I'm just kind of like sitting there and my dad's like, well, how, how'd things go? I'm like, Pretty smooth. And he's good. like, oh, you want to talk? It, was, it just went. It You're like, good. Dad, I can't talk to you. I'm like, come on, I'm on the clock. And uh, <laughs> yeah. so uh, <laughs> it, it was nice. And, and uh, you know, um, I told him, I like, guess, hey, try two weeks from now. So I told my dad, I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to bring up in two weeks from now. I thought it was supposed to be every week. <laughs> it can be, but I'm just oh, like, you I know, see. he's just like, I think you're pretty stable. You got a hand on things. We can do next week. We can do two weeks from now. And he's like, mm. just look at my schedule, see what what works. You know. Guess what I told my guy. You're like, I've never seen. I'll, you again. <laughs> I'll get back to you. My people. I'll call yeah, you. My people will get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. Um, oh. So yeah, it was just kind of a nice thing, and it's right there, right when I get my needle out. So I just go right around the corner. So I'm not traveling anywhere else. Yeah. You know, it's just legit the next room over. And so I'm like, oh, okay. You know what was really weird. He didn't have anything in his office. Nothing. Okay. It was like a cheap ass Target shelf with like a few books on it, like maybe a couple trinkets. Mm -hmm. There was nothing really on the wall. It felt like it was a weird like doctor's office waiting room. And then they had a bunch of different therapists in the building. Yeah. I guess. And so when I showed up, I'm I, you know, I didn't know who to get. So they just put me with this this dude. Yeah. Maybe somebody else there would have been better. But I do remember thinking that, like, did you just move in? Or <laughs> yeah. I, I think I asked him, too. I'm like, how long have you been here? And it it was like over a year. I'm like, oh, it's like, like, well, I love what you've done with the place. You have six things in this room. Oh my God. And a therapy for dummies book. I'm just that. I'm having all these memories <laughs> yeah. flood back yeah. to me. You and know, then, and I did therapy when I went through when I went through divorce. Oh, that's right. So that's right. That I forgot was, about that. That one was a weird one because I went. You know, I was a student at Iowa State at the time, and then they're like, "Oh, we have a whole therapy department." But I, I don't know. Like, I don't love that. You get hooked up with someone that's a therapist, you know, in that department of Iowa State, but then you're not stuck with them, you know, mm. here. So you find yourself telling the same story three or four times. Yeah. Because you go in for another session, you have someone else. And then you go in for, and then the whole point is like, well, I'm not your long-term therapist. We're, we're supposed to get you connected to other therapists in the community. So I'm like, great. So if you're a student, then all of a sudden you got to find that bus ride across town mm-hmm. and you got to pay money. And it's like, well, how's this work? Yeah. Like, then you wind up telling your story three, four times, and then you're like, is this really helping? So I did that, and I found that that was the pattern. The people I had were cool listening to my stories uh-huh. over and over. I just didn't like that I had to repeat them. Yeah. And it's like I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere. Like, oh, last time you told me about this, let's dive a little deeper. I never got to that second stage, mm. you know? It was just like, okay. So, yeah. My, yeah. my first 
encounter with the therapist would have been in high school. Uh, what year would this have been? 90, let's say 99, All right. maybe early 2000. And I was dating a girl from Ames and she had some stuff going on. And this, I didn't know about this stuff when we first got together, but then, you know, come to find out that she's on these medications and all of that. And so she told me that she went to see a therapist. I think maybe it was every week, but it was over in West Ames. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, a place kind of, uh, kind of where, what was that? There was a Wendy's there, but now it's a bank. Yeah. And it was across the street, but like behind that building. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't think that's what it is anymore. Mm -hmm. So I can say that, but she, she was going there and then. At one point, she said that she talked to her therapist about me. And I'm like, what was that like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like? Why are you talking about me? And then obviously, in hindsight, you know, if we're a couple, you know, you talk about the stuff that's going on in your life. I yeah. get it. And I'm like, OK, that's great. And I mean, things were good between us. So I I wasn't worried. And then like the next week or week after that, she said, my therapist was wondering if you would come in with me. Oh, and. I'm like, right, okay. <laughs> which is something I would have said in 1999. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, how about Noshka? Yeah. So I went and it was just super weird. And I, I might have been in my own head about it, but I felt like it just turned into the Lance show. Yeah. And it, they was were asking th- all these things about me. And, you know, and like I said, everything was good between us. But I felt like I was getting judged real hard. I'm like, okay. And after that, I I was like, I'm I'm never doing that again. Like, okay. It was weird. Weird. Yeah. I can't remember any specifics, mm-hmm. but it was just a lot of it, there was no there was no conflict between yeah. us. So it was basically just finding out information about me. Like I was being vetted yeah. by her therapist. I'm like, okay. To see if I was a good candidate. Face of the name, with, and yeah. Just like, what's her life like with this guy around? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bizarre. Is is strange, but I guess. Anyway, uh, hey, yeah. how about we take a break? Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nice. oh therapy. Ah, <laughs> uh, we back. Yes. Back again. I'll take the rapist for five hundred. <laughs> that's therapist. Oh. <laughs> that's therapist. <laughs> that's what we should have started it with. Uh, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so all good things there. All good things there. That's yeah. good. I bet. I don't know if I found the right person that I wanted to talk to, it mm-hmm. would be better. Yeah. But but again, therapy's not for everyone, and sometimes it is. Sometimes you got. I was find... I was just at a breaking point, yeah. dude, and I didn't think that that was the answer, but I couldn't come up with any other answers. Mm-hmm. Just like, and I mind. knew that you remember the story I told you that I went to the doctor here in town. Yeah, and I said, "Hey, I'm experiencing these feelings. I'm experiencing these things. Is there anything that can be done?" And he basically was just like. No, (laughs) there's not. And I so I brought up specifically, can I get something to try to rein in what I believe is like some manic tendencies and and depression and just something to like, like I said, even the smallest thing that you can do, nothing professional strength or whatever, just help me out. And he just fucking blew me off. Fuck you. You didn't even get sertraline out of it. 
that seems I didn't to get anything out of it. That seems to be the thing that they always get. I don't know what that is, but so, but he he told yeah. he basically told me if you actually. I'm telling you, this guy was a dick, which is why I say this about him regularly when you bring him up. But he's like, if this is a real thing, I suggest that you go see this person. And they wrote he wrote him down okay. and and basically on a sticky note and said, how about and underneath it? He might as well have written. Go fuck yourself. Right. GTFO, <laughs> <laughs> which I did. Right. I did. To then you be go fair. to that guy and you ask him for meds. And he's like, nah. You should go to see this guy in your hometown. Like, okay, all right, fine. Whatever. So anyway, so what's this medicine you were telling me about? Oh, sertraline. I'm not on it anymore, but yeah, just like a kind of an anti uh, anxiety kind of thing where Mm. it cuts the high and the low, so you're kind of more middle range. But it takes like a month to kick in. So I mean, you still take the pill, but for everything to kick in, takes about a month. I don't know. The the best thing that I found was drugs. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. There you go. Yeah, it's fair. So I started off with with smoking a little yep. and then and then moving to edibles every now and then just kept on going. Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just better. Yeah. It's just easier. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I would get to like just fucking relax. And as long as I knew before I would I would take anything, as long as I knew that I had no responsibilities for the rest of the night. I told myself I'm not working. I'm not going to try to be productive in any way, shape, or form. Here goes, Bum. and yeah, Yahtzee, there and and that helped a lot. Whoa, so, cool house, yeah, yeah. So there's that, but yeah. Hmm. So I heard in the news that. Oh wait, here we go. <laughs> Dude, it's time. If I paid for, for it, yes. we might as well use we it. Got to do it. Go for it. Um. J-Lo is available, friends. Everybody's available. J-Lo is single now. Uh, um, Her and... Uh, A-Rod. Yeah. They officially broke up. I heard that she hasn't given the ring back. Uh-oh. Scandalous. Ooh. Yeah. Don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got. <laughs> she's still Jenny from the block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that. I don't know if that's newsy, but yeah. What else uh, is going it's on? It's pretty newsy. Yeah. Um, I I mean, you know what's going on. Everybody's fucking getting shot. And yeah, that's like that. It's like the third gun story in the last like two weeks. It's stupid. something like that. Yeah. Uh, the most recent one being FedEx. Yeah. I think he's like 19 or 20. Some kid that went out and just I don't yeah. know. I, I at this point, I don't know that they have released the information as to why he was there or if he was affiliated with the company at Whatever. all. Yeah. But um. I don't know, man. There's two there's two topics here yeah. that we can talk about. One of them is the cops, and one of them is guns. Yeah. And which one do you want to talk about first? I'm gonna let you go. Uh well, I did see, and then the other one's minorities. Like that's the third piece of Well, the but that's part of the cops. Yeah. Right? I, okay. Well, I did see a powerful meme today. It was a I, am I allowed to say black? Yeah, that, or African, of course you are. Can I? I don't know what the yeah. political black or African American. Yeah, yes. It showed like a black child, maybe around eleven or something like that. Yeah, holding a sign that says "Blue Lives Don't Like Exist." Yeah, yeah. Because you're only a cop for forty hours a week. I'm black twenty four seven, three sixty five. Yeah, and like that was kind of a powerful message. 
I agree with that message. However, a lot of cops, and this is the topic that we're going to talk about first. Mm -hmm. Now, going into this, if this is your first episode with us, this might be. we don't know shit about shit. <laughs> yeah, so we're just we're just gonna say whatever the hell we we're think. We're kind of generalizing and you know trying to be as yeah. informative as possible. Having but. said that, I'm very right. So <laughs> we don't the, want any angry callers the, on our see-through let's, phone. Let's hang up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's a lot of cops out there that don't think that they're done after 40 hours. True. And there's a lot of them that identify with that culture. Well, that they identify with their authority. Oh. And they think that they are the end all be all. Now, this isn't all the cops. No. There's some good ones out there. Right. But there's some that were fucking shitty at school. Mm -hmm. And this is the one way that they can get any sort of respect Mm -hmm. in their life. And they weren't smart enough to do other things. And I, people can complain about the way that I'm saying this as much as they want to. But the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of people out there that are just on a fucking power trip as cops. Yeah, I can see that. I definitely. And I mean, watch the the George Floyd uh, Chauvin. Is that his name? Uh, I forget. Uh, yeah. the, whatever the cop's name is yeah, there. Yeah. I thought it was Chauvin. But watch the way that he talks. To the other officers while he was on his neck? George's neck. Oh, boy. And because one of them said, don't you think that's enough? Or like, I'm paraphrasing here. But he's like, no, this is how we do it. Oh, OK. And of course, you find out in the trial. No, that's not how you do that's, it. No. <laughs> unless yeah. the, unless they're throwing him under the bus. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't know one way yeah. or another because I've never trained to be a cop let alone trained to do it in Minneapolis. Yeah, so I don't know, but people ask me, oh, are you watching the trial? I'm like, no, I know the result. I I catch little clips like at the end of the night, but I I don't want to, you know. I already know the story. I already know like this is the outcome it should be. For sure. Like, okay, this guy. The the SNL skit was pretty spot on. Yes, it was. At the beginning. It's like, really? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh. If people don't know what we're talking about, it was it, they were pretending to be a, a Minneapolis news station. Yeah, and so on the one side you got uh, got the two two black cast members. So it's Keenan Thompson and I forget I think her name, Ego Wodum. Okay, I want to say yeah. And yeah. so then on the other side you've got was, was it? The other? I think it was uh, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon and, and then, uh, Alex Moffat. I want to oh, say. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Moffat. Yeah. And they were, thank you for that, because I was not remembering names whatsoever. And they're kind of going back and forth about like a typical conversation that would happen on a potential morning show. And they're like, yeah, we can all, the the, the white people were saying, and we can all agree that justice needs to be served. And they're like, yeah, we we all, we can all agree with that. Everybody at the table nodding. And then they're like, and and he is certainly going to go away to prison. And then they're like, like, yeah. Well, I I thought the prosecution did an excellant job questioning the medical examiner. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Yep, yep. Yeah, but but the video footage alone should tell you everything mm-hmm. you need to know about what happened. One hundred percent. Okay, but and hopefully justice will be served. That'd be God nice. God willing. Sounds like we all agree. There's no way Derek Chauvin walks away from this. Well, I'm gonna say. All that. <laughs> 
okay. Wait, wait yeah. a second. And then uh, Chris Red was playing the uh, weatherman, and he was yes. like in the middle of like, why do I got to listen to this? <laughs> Just like, okay. Uh, he had some funny lines. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> that might have been, that That was probably the skit that I've been the most impressed with, with Chris Red. Yeah. But I haven't I haven't seen a lot of his stuff, yeah. but that was a solid thing yeah. for him. He's he had some good lines in there. Shifty eyes. And yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a great one. But yeah, it was, you know. I, I watch bits and pieces yeah. of it just to kind of stay apprised of the situation. Yeah. But not that it wasn't important, but I could only watch so much. And I watched a lot of the of uh, when it happened yeah. and the riots. You were up there. And uh, yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, we actually ended up going to get breakfast one day near. I guess I've never talked about this. Have I? Uh, you talked to me about it. But okay. Maybe not on air. So um, my family and I, we were up visiting Paul uh, yeah. in, in the Minneapolis area. Yeah, Paul. And then, son of a bitch, <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> and on our way out, we decided to go to this place. I forget the name of it, but it ended up being just by happenstance that it was like three blocks away wow. from the grocery store where all of this happened. Wow. And we didn't know that until we got into the area. And since we drove by it and figured out that we were that close, we're like, all right, well, we can we'll walk down there. Yeah. And um, while we were walking down there, somebody was like kind of in a hurry getting out of their car about a block away or so. And Becky was talking to the kids a little bit about what had happened and and why everybody was. It It was interesting that day because there was a lot of people there. OK. And so we were trying to explain why some people might be there. And and she was saying that it was it kind of turned into a memorial of sorts and a, and a reminder of everything. And then this person that was um, kind of in a hurry to get up there said, yeah, but it just, and this was just in passing too. He was like, yeah, this might not be the best day for you guys to be here. And um, so come to find out that that was the day that they were trying to reopen the store. Ah. And a lot of the people in the area were not about that. Oh boy. And they were trying to stop it from opening. And so while we were there, people were, I mean, obviously I did not adhere to his warning and we still went over there to, to see what was going on and to kind of show our kids and Kara got it a little bit more. You know, we tried to explain it to Sam and it was, it was very, I, I mean, what's the word that you use? Uh, Yeah, it was, it was a very heavy feeling there. It was, it was a very interesting thing to see. Mm-hmm. in person and and, it's and, it's and so all of these people there were trying they were they were going into the alleyways uh, minneapolis it's it's a lot of alleyways yeah there and that's where people have their obviously their garages and then their garbage yeah. and so all, all these people were going around and grabbing garbage and recycle bin uh receptacles and dragging them out and then lining them up in front of the grocery store. And then things were getting louder and a little bit more heated. And and so that's when we we took off. But um, I think it was a good teaching moment for yeah. for the older two. And we yeah. explained what happened and and why it happened. And then you get on the topic of the cops. Yeah. And, and they're going to see it and hear about it in school, I bet. And they're going to be able to be I like wonder around here, though, yeah. like, I mean, yeah, Karen, middle school, you might get a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I was in I was I think she's a year. How old is my daughter? 
13. She might be the same age I was when we were in school when OJ happened. Sure. Yeah. But and like, I mean, it should this come back up again. She's going to be able to say like, I was there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And not like, I mean, like OJ happened and you're not going to be like, I saw that Bronco. I right. Sort of right. And I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm not comparing the two. Oh, but yeah, what I'm yeah. what I'm comparing is the age in which I was where Trying to like, it was it was. It was on the news, so they're like, we should watch this as a class. Yeah. I'm so like, I'm okay. wondering if they're doing that in yeah. school. But uh. on the way to school every day, I turn on WNYC to just kind of catch up on whatever topics that they're covering that day. And they, and especially in the morning, they're talking about very current yeah. stuff. And um, so Kara will typically be riding shotgun on the way to, to that school. So we will talk about some stuff here and there. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like they kind of talk about some things, but they don't really dive into it. And I don't know if it's because, because a lot of the stuff is race related and they don't feel like they're equipped. Yeah. Or I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how many black students are in Roland story. You know, when we were growing up, we basically had the one black student and everyone knew this person and they stuck around for maybe three or four years. Yeah. Graduated. And then it was weird because then you kind of came up. Like, it was like every four years we had a black student. It was kind of, and it was one person and everyone so we had, knew that we had person. more in Nevada. Yeah. But, um, but then it's hard for them to, I mean, not that it's anybody's fault, but it's hard for them to relate, relate to, to anybody yeah, yeah. if nobody's there. Yeah. But then again, if your kid's not a piece of shit, they should understand that a person is a person is a person. This is what's happening. So treat like, everybody uh, equally. Yeah. And it's really weird because I brought this up to a coworker of mine of like, how weird is it that like when you hear stuff about like George Floyd, you expect that to be in like L.A., for example. Oh, yeah. I, I, and, I But I think that that's those are the things that we would hear about like Rodney King. Yeah. Back in the so, day. It, it would always be somewhere else, not yes. necessarily three hours away. So I told her that. And was like, you don't realize that it's like pretty much in our backyard if we tried hard enough around mm-hmm. here. It's a three-hour trip. And then I'm like, yeah, I mean, like Lance has been up there. And then we have a few friends of ours that are up in Minneapolis where, you know, we've gotten on Zoom. And they're like, yeah, no, I went downtown and I, I passed a car that was flipped over and the windshields were like busted out and spray painted. It's like... That's your town. Like, that's three hours away from us. I don't know how it's doing now, but the uh, cigar shop that we would go to was on that uptown stretch that got hit really hard. Uh, I have to ask Paul if they're back open yet or not, because it's been some time. Um, I did text But it also didn't help that it was like an entire glass front. Uh Uh-oh. So... I did ask... uh, I did text Paul uh, recently, uh, because apparently they were having, like, uh, curfews up there. You know, and uh, I'm like, dude, when's this curfew stuff like done with? Like, is it going to be a week? Is it going to be a couple days? Like, I think we had it last night, but I don't think we had it tonight. Yeah, like, I, okay. I think it was after like the third night. Okay, that they once they pushed back uh, the people away from the precinct or wherever they were. Yeah, they were kind of shoved back into where the National Guard was, and oh, that's boy. when they they started busting a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that that probably deterred yeah. them from. So then I told him I was allowed to like travel outside the state. Nice. And he's like, oh, nice road trip. I'm like, yeah, we'll have to see you. But yeah, then I was like, you know, when, where does the proximity end for curfew? Because maybe you're on the outskirts of town. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That kind of, 
had had the gears turning of like how far away from the city do you have to live where curfew doesn't really apply to you you know like yeah you know i would imagine it's just in that general area right yeah probably i mean that makes sense but it's just kind of like there's got to be people on the outskirts that are like Mm -hmm. i'm going over here i gotta go you know it's away from town right but it's like i don't know yeah i don't know i guess they're not really specific yeah because if you are like six miles away and you happen to be out and out and about they're not going to be like hey Hey, go home. Go okay. <laughs> Thanks, get, Bane. Get the fuck back in your go, get the fuck back, back in, in your, your house. house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. I have spoken. Yeah, I don't know, man. So yeah. um, so the cops, um, I don't know. Then there's fucking guns. dude. This is it's a childish Gambino song. This is mm-hmm. America. That's right. It's like. It's too far gone. It is. We can't. We can't reel it in. Although we really can't. I don't know what the answer is on guns. There is no answer. But we're all fucked. We are. And but just I be think, grateful that we live in a place where it's less likely to happen. Sure. But, but I there there needs to be. That's the thing. I want it to be better everywhere. Yeah. Everybody does, except for the fucking crazy people. Yeah. You know the outskirts, the outliers. Um, but it's tough because, but, like, yes, we do have the Second Amendment. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm not a gun owner. So the second amendment is bullshit. I can't, I can't speak for like, I don't have a gun. I don't hunt. I don't. So I can't really speak as a hunter or should we change the the second amendment somehow? Somehow. As far as like, you know, I I mean, mean, for anybody that doesn't understand, but again, I don't know the the problem with the second amendment is that it was written when it took you a minute and a half to load a fucking bullet in your gun ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I get it. It's you like, know? The, like the perfect pie, Joe. It is. Just stir it up. So, like, I don't know what the answer is to, you know, not piss off the people who we have friends that are into guns and I feel safe around them. I feel like they know every law, every rule, and they're always telling other people, hey, hey, keep the tip down. Keep the tip. Hey, no, that's not how we that's not how we store guns. You yeah. know, we do it this way. We do it. This. It's like, oh, OK, this uh, this person like. Okay, yeah, that makes total sense. Like, yeah. I trust this person. They know th- it's a hobby, and it's also a lifestyle. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I get the sense that you know your shit, you know? Um, and I get it. There's the outliers that don't follow the rules, and that's kind of where you get into some uh, dicey territory. But <sighs> yeah. I think part of it is mental health. Like, we should somehow fund more mental health, because if you look at all the shootings that we've had, Boston bombers. We've had a bunch of you know, bombers was different than yeah, shooting, but but like but, Columbine and like mental health. But how you, and who's yeah. going to report who in this scenario? Sure. Like if you have a brother that you live with him and you you know, hey, something's off with him. If you don't do something about it because you're lazy or whatever, or it's family. And so you don't want to go against family. Then, I mean, it's kind of on you, but it's never actually going to be on you. Yeah. And like, how do you get those people the help that they need? Yeah. If you've got something in your brain that is completely out of your control and it makes you think that this person or this place has wronged you and you should go and fucking shoot everybody in there nobody's like yeah, no like you you don't think that you're crazy yeah 
it, it's like they've always said, the bad guy doesn't think that they're the bad guy. And true, yeah. So They have a different motive so or they have a different... I understand. And maybe some some mental support, maybe some therapy for people like that would work. But you're not going to get everybody in there. Yeah. And even again, if even if it's a fraction of a percent, the amount of damage that they can do. And like the conversation that I had with Becky the other day, there's some there's more guns than there are people. Oh, yeah. Way there's more. there's no way. Yeah. Like it's so too far gone. Well, and then like around here for Iowa, like the governor just signed a bill into law, which probably goes into effect July 1st oh or whatever. God. That said that you don't need to do, you don't need a permit for a handgun. What is the fucking point like, of that? I don't get it. Energizing your base? I don't know. Trying, yeah, trying, you know? I guess trying to get voted in again. Yeah. Because we're a fucking shit ass Republican state. <laughs> right. You know. Fuck that. Yeah. You used to have to go to the county and then get written permission, fill out some paperwork. And they said, okay, there's your permit. You you have a permit to purchase. So then you would take that permit and go to a gun show and be like, hey, I have this here. You go to a gun shop and it says here I have the proper permission to get a handgun. And mm-hmm. You can get a handgun. And now you can just go buy one. It's like, thanks for helping to solve the problem. Joe, <laughs> I know? hate everything. I know. I, I want it to get better. I hope that it gets better. I just don't know how it can. Yeah. And for anything that seems relatively extreme that that people can do or that the Biden administration can try to do, the other side is going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. And it's not going to end well. But what what are their limits? How did we end up with two so different fucking sides? Like, yeah. How, why? How? Yeah. What the fuck? I think, I think it was Obama. Happened. I think it was Obama. You think so? Because, okay, so if you look at the recent... So th- that basically yeah. just... We are then saying that it's just racist people and not racist people. Yeah, because... You Which know, makes sense. If you go look in the recent presidencies, you know, you had you had Bush Sr., you mm-hmm. know, and then you had, you had Clinton. Yeah. And yeah, sure, you can get into whatever, all of the impeachment, whatever. Um, and then you had Bush, little junior... Yeah, little bush, and like we thought he was so like, oh my god, he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, and, but he was he was kind of like a doofus. Yeah, and that's, I mean, the lesser of a lot of evils. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So but, here we go, and you know, I get it. Like it was just a different time. Then you get the first black president, mm-hmm. and everyone just like this, this guy's great, amazing. Oh my god. And then you get the backlash because the Obama presidency was cool, but we still had a whole bunch of people that like just didn't like him just because he was black. Yeah, you know, and, absolutely. And then here's the backlash of once he's out of office, and then all of a sudden 2016 happens, and then it was just mm. this big backlash, and it was just like cultivated a whole. <sighs> don't you know? Like, everyone knows. Yeah, that. don't we all know how the yeah, story ends? You know, and it's just like. <laughs> Somehow he cultivated this big backlash yeah. of assholes and entitled, you know, like, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I know that there's people in the middle. And we right. even have yeah. friends that are in, yeah. in the middle so that identify like, as Republican, but they're not hardcore. racist pieces of shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just, but I the, don't know. the squeaky wheel gets all the grease, you know? So I've literally never heard that no, before. No, yeah. It's just like the loudest people get the most attention. Oh, I get it. You know? I it's get just it. like, oh, yeah. let's put the cameras on this guy. And okay, so he's sitting there with an AK forty seven. Dude, I was at line. the I was at the gym 
on the treadmill and you know how we do that thing. I don't know if I've talked about You've this on here. You've taken pictures, yeah. But I, that there's two TVs that are side <laughs> by side and one is MSNBC and then one is Fox, uh, Fox News. Just the, the titles at the bottom, like for an hour on Fox News. If you have any common sense in you whatsoever, you're going to say to yourself, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? We jumped over to, what was it? I think it was like, I think it was like election night or some special night where, uh, I don't know what it was, but some, something, it was either the inauguration or it was, or it was election night. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, here you're watching all the stuff that you want to watch from your own sources. And then I'm like, Hey mom, what if we switch it over to Fox news and see what the hell they say? I remember this. And we switched you over told to, me about yeah, this. I forget what event it was, but they were just like, it might've been election. It could have been where like everyone was saying, it looks like, okay, it's going to be a long night and we don't know the results and it's going to be a while. And then Fox is like, Trump's going to be, he's going to be the next president. And it's just like anything to shit on Biden. It was just oh like, God. wow, people eat this up. And it's just like, well, we need to we need to talk about something else before Less, yeah, um, before we wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we can't end it on this. We had a heavy episode. This is kind of a heavy episode. It's yeah, fun, but it's we, good. It's nice. You are welcome, yeah. America. Um I remembered that it had been a while since we had a BuzzFeed list. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. how about we do a little bit of that? What's how about list? How about some music? Oh, Ooh. there's some music. Nice. This list, I thought, it doesn't fit in with the rest of our episode whatsoever. All but right. fuck it. Here we go. 21 of the worst movie sequels in movie sequel oh, history. We were kind of talking about this with Sam. We were, which is why yeah. I, uh, <laughs> when I found it, I was very excited. All right. Are we starting from the bottom? Yes. And moving up to one? We right? are. So number 21, Still Waiting, 2009. From Waiting? With Yeah, I guess with Justin Long's character completely undercuts the meaning of the first movie and there's no ryan reynolds yeah i've never seen it or Dane i don't Cook. those Maybe. there's going to be a lot of these that i've oh boy. never seen battle never seen battle royale 2 requiem 2003 have you heard of it mm, don't think i have mm. oh this one might hit a little too close to home number 19 jurassic park 3 3 with tia leone yeah. And um uh Bill William That's right. Shakespeare. Uh, no. no. H Macy. H Macy. That's yes, right. that's yeah. right. <laughs> and uh Dr. Grant. Yeah, that, he was that's in right. There. They kind of peppered them into the sequels. Yes, they Not did. all at once, but like okay. It would have been better if it was all at once yeah. and for both of them, but they did not do that. Mm, yeah, I don't Jurassic Park 3 was uh yeah, it's not great. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I agree with that. Number 18, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's where they switched out the Raiden actor. Oh, is that what they did? Mm-hmm. Lame. I uh, don't even know the original actor, but I like the the replacement because he's been in other movies. I don't know that I even watched yeah. that one. We watched the shit out of it. Now we're going to get another. Oh, really? We did because like we were super well, into Jackie Chan and, and like oh, Kung yeah. Fu that this was like, oh, bicycle kick. And we had the video games and, you know, we didn't have much to watch. And mm-hmm. yeah, well, there's two movies. Might as well watch the second yep. one. <laughs> uh, number 17. Wait. Yeah. Mortal Kombat was 18. Okay. Uh, number seventeen, Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. That one was okay. And then it it's just and then it also says in quotes here, and the sequels after that. Ah, so okay. I'm guessing that this one came out before 
Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Dark Fate was pretty good. Third was good. Salvation was good. Oh, you like the third one? I like the third one. It came out when I was in high school. Oh, so, so yeah, so you're biased time. because it was like, but it was perfect timing. I, for you. I get it. Where like it's not like the second one. And, you were you know. just excited about the sexy Terminator girl. Why not? Right? I was like 14. Was like, <laughs> see? Yeah, see? You're like, proving my point. Yeah. Oh, I am so sorry. The Number Nato. 16. Yeah. Back in, in Future 3. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> that would never make any of these lists. It's too What's good. What's this one? This Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the, the Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull. Yes. The just, fourth Indiana Jones movie. I took it for what it was. I did too. You know? Same thing. It's like, okay. That's, I, that's the next chapter. I know that uh, friends, including Paul, had a more immediate reaction mm-hmm. to it uh, not being great. But I was happy to see a Harrison Ford yeah. movie it, where he's Indiana Jones. It's the next chapter. Like, it, the, I believe I've voiced this opinion before. The problem was, and we can't talk about this long because we got to go yeah. and we got to move through this shit. But the problem was is that they put him in the same outfit as yeah. before and he doesn't look the same. Yeah. So you can't do it. Yeah. And it, like the clothes were way too baggy and it was weird and it just it made him look older than he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about like some old dude walking around that has like baggy khakis. Yeah. On. That's what he looked like. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking who dressed this guy? Come yeah. on. Number 15. Another one I haven't seen. Starship Troopers 2. Oh, Hero of the Federation. First one was so good. You just like the shower scene because yeah. you were 14. Why not? Was, yeah, was, <laughs> <laughs> that's all we had to work with. You, you know? know, you probably would have been younger than 14. Probably was. Because that came out in like 99. Some, okay. That was one of the first movies to come out on DVD. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, because it was that, like The Matrix. Yeah. Nicolas Cage was in a movie called Snake Eyes. That's right. Remember that shit? That was great. Yeah. Um, Number 14. Yeah. The Mummy. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Well, what's that? Three, four? Yeah, three. Okay. Oh. So this is the one. before Scorpion. This is the one that where they no longer had uh, Rachel Weiss. Okay. And um, I believe that's how we pronounce her name. Weiss? Sure. Weiss? Weiss? Yeah. Yeah. W-E-I-S-Z. Do your research, people. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I said it right. Um, This person said, that movie doesn't exist in my mind. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> I, I it was this it, was the it could age. have been it could have been good if you had yeah. the original cast and you tweaked the script so it wasn't so shitty well this was the age based on what we've heard of the sequels in the list yeah this was the age when we started getting way more dependent on digital and like right instead of yeah. practical effects like come on speaking of digital what do you think of this one? Number 13, Men in Black International. I like that one. Did you? That was great. Well, I got I, number I know 13 it, on this shit. I know it didn't have Oh, what is this? What? Yeah, right. Number 12, Rise of Skywalker. Boo. Uh, this, this is a quote here. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. I get that the other two had problems, but this one just sort of took... Everything the others tried to build up and just made a mess of... No, it didn't. Fuck you. Pass. Fuck this list. What were you going to say about... We're going to pretend like we didn't read what? that one. What were you saying about Men in Black? I liked Men in Black International. Like I know it didn't have the original you know, Will Smith and everyone, but they took it in a different direction and they still honored the original story. Did they Did they end up showing anything of Will Smith and it was Tommy Lee Jones? Sort of. It was kind of a painting on the wall. So it was uh, kind of like an office area. And let's say you know, there was like... I don't know, a painting or a picture, but it showed the first, it was like a picture of a painting. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like 
imagine that the towards the end of the first movie where mm-hmm. they had the guns out and they had like that big oh nice globe so it was from the back <gasps> but i had just, that poster yeah where where uh j and k both had their guns yeah. pointed up yeah so i that had that poster kind of what it was when towards the end of the movie they kind of glance over and you're like oh okay i wonder if i could rebuy that poster Probably that could. one was really cool yeah there's some posters you can't get again no like That's once weird. they're gone they're gone yeah um yeah, whoever wrote this is full of shit on number 12. So let's pretend like that one didn't happen. Uh, number 11, A Good Day to Die Hard, 2013. Was that five? That was number That five. one might that was have four. been four. I loved yes. four. That had Justin Long in it um, and Kevin Smith. Wait, does this one have Justin? Maybe this one's five. Five was, uh, yeah. Echo. Crap. What is the fifth Die Hard movie? A Good Day to Die Hard. Oh. Okay. So this one would have been four, right? Mm. Yeah, in 2013. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So yeah, fuck that movie. Uh, Number 10, Cars 2. I thought it was okay. Did you? Yeah. They do. I think Pixar does a great job of doing sequels and originals. Yeah, they're all right. Oh, wow. This I guess this is current. Number 9, Wonder Woman, 1984. I haven't... I didn't think it was that bad. I haven't watched it. Who wrote the? Can anybody just write these lists? I think anyone can. Uh, they, there's a quote here. It says, the fact that she hooked up with some random stranger who was being possessed by her former and dead boyfriend is one of the worst written things I've ever seen. It's not the best, but, but I mean, Chris, lady, yeah. ladies got to get some. Kristen Come on. Wiig was in it. Come on. Yeah, she was. Come on. She did it. She did it. It, it was like under the radar mm-hmm. that she was in it. Yeah. And she did a good job. Yeah. Number eight, American Psycho 2. I've watched the first one. I never watched this one. Apparently, it's got Mila Kunis in it because that's what the picture's of. Mm. Mila Kunis. Whatever. Um, It wasn't even originally intended to be a sequel. They just shoved the name. Well, that's what they've been doing with all the Die Hard movies, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Number seven. I might agree with this one. Independence Day Resurgence. That one was surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be. It was better than I thought it was going to be, but... If you can't get Will Smith, wait for Will Smith. I think they did okay, though, because they got the scientists. They got Bill Pullman. They got pretty much everyone. But do you want to watch it again? I do. But Will Smith was more. It wasn't so much waiting for Will Smith as much as Will Smith didn't want to do it. Yeah, he was. He was more like he wanted more money for it. They're like, we want to give you this amount of money. And they're like, he's like, no. But how much more money would you have made? I know. Honestly. So he was a little bit more snooty on this. Throws a shoe. Number six. Speed 2, Cruise Control. That was awful, but it was fun to watch. <laughs> and apparently Keanu was approached oh. with it, and he did say no because he thought it was going to be terrible. And guess what? It's number six on yeah. this list. Willem Dafoe, right? <laughs> Willem Dafoe, yeah. yeah, he was the bad guy. And then Spider-Man's coming in a few years. Okay. That's true. I'll hold out for that. Number five, Highlander 2, The Quickening. I never really watched Highlander. Neither did I. Yeah. So I guess we'll leave that one at that. Mm -hmm. Number four, every Home Alone sequel after Home Alone 2. Well, third one I have a little bit more of a... So remember, this is sequels that shouldn't have been made. I liked the third one, but I was at at that age where I liked it because it can't... Like, I got it. All right. It's just... It's it's an age thing. It's weird that it's not, you know... Well, it's like when when a fucking seven-year-old would watch phantom menace when it first came out yeah and love it yeah and all of us that were a little bit older were like fuck this yeah. this is the worst thing i've ever seen so and that's an age one for me but yeah, yeah. 
number three, Mean Girls 2. Yeah, that's cringy. You agree? Yeah. All new people, right? All new people. Yeah. Yeah, that's bullshit. Pick a different. You're going to like this oh, one. Oh, no. Number two, Son of the Mask. <sighs> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. Uh, oh man are you ready for number one here we go just take a guess take a guess you got anything um lord of the rings three no mm. <laughs> no that's like a great guy. you're pretty close Uh oh in the number one spot for the list of the worst movie sequels in movie sequel history 2016 kindergarten cop two two who was that john claude van damme it was Dolph Lundgren. Who the hell's that? Dolph Lundgren? I don't think I know him. He, Maybe I know him, but I don't do know him. You do know him. Yeah? Um, he was in one of the Rocky movies oh, as, the, oh. as the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. he was also in The Expendables. That's right. And he was He-Man in Masters of the Universe. That's right. I know that guy now. I yeah. have the power! Oh, my God. Apparently, they're going to be redoing that or making a show out of it. I thought mm. it was Netflix, mm. but I don't know. Anyway, did we cheer everybody up? That's it. Yeah, we had to turn <laughs> it we, around a little bit. <laughs> did we get out of that uh, weird, that funk, <laughs> weird zone? Yeah. Anyway, this is an episode. Thank I think we're done. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We See will ya. talk to you guys real soon. All right. Bye bye. Bye-bye.